All right, back here on Cody and Gold, 11 o'clock hour. Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwartz with you. Coming up at 1230, Josh Klingler, chief sideline reporter. He was in Las Vegas at Arrowhead West over the weekend. He'll be on the sidelines throughout the playoff run for the Chiefs, hopefully just staying at Arrowhead for, for two games and then making his way out to Arizona, hopefully not having to go to a neutral site, which we'll talk more about as they were this morning as uh, Bob Fesco was reporting that he's hearing that Atlanta seems to be kind of where the league is trending if, in fact, we actually have to have a neutral site AFC title game. That requires the Chiefs to win their game and the Bills to win two of their playoff games. So we're still a little long ways off, but we'd sure like an announcement this week. That'd be nice, NFL. It'd be really nice if you guys could, could figure that thing out here very soon. Now, think for the, fans who might want to go to the game, it'd be great. For sure. I, I did look up flights to Atlanta just for the heck of it, just to like get an idea, like, what are they even running? Depending on your airline, obviously. Like, Southwest, you could get there for about 315. I got some people we could stay with in Atlanta. You, I feel like you got people everywhere, man. I, I don't I don't Arizona. I can't cover us in Phoenix. I, got, I think I, we might be good on the I was like, I don't have us like, covered in Phoenix, but I got us covered in Atlanta I if you want to like, go there. I feel Is this the Augusta hookup? Is this what this is? His family all lives okay. in Atlanta. I've stayed in their place before. So that's definitely okay. mine. I was wondering if it had something to do with that. Them. That's my place. That's my place there. Okay. Anyway, thinking of the playoffs. Every year in the playoffs, you know, whether it's, hey, Chris Jones getting the first, hopefully getting his first sack. Playoff rank from a couple of years ago where he's top five all time in playoff sacks in his career, which is ridiculous, but awesome for him there's always somebody that steps up. And even in the past, there's been some guys that didn't even mention that have stepped up. You think there's one guy in particular, though, that has to this year? I think the Chiefs have put it on him. It's Justin Reed. He has to come up big in the postseason the same way I would have said Tyron Matthew, and I know you're going to hate this sentence, Chiefs fans. Dan Sorensen used to. All right? Maybe not in the most recent time he was in Kansas City. Hey, that fumble he forced with the Browns game. Dan Sorensen used to show up big in postseason games. Safety is an easy position for this coming up. Look, we've already put the pressure on Chris Jones. We know that. He needs to get a damn playoff sack this year. Okay? We know it. It's enough. We've all waited long enough for a single Chris Jones playoff sack. This is crazy. But Justin Reed is the next man up. I know that I'm supposed to say Legereus Need or Nick Bolton were the players who have had a better season maybe than Justin Reed. But he has been a really solid safety this back half of the season, especially after even the mini controversy that would have been included on the trash talk he gave before Cincinnati and eventually losing that game. He needs to have a big postseason moment. Justify that contract. It's weird to me because when they signed Tyron Matthew to one of the richest safety contracts, which is what they did to Justin Reed this offseason, we were way more in line and being like, all right, justify it. Have the moment. Show up big. Have this play. We really haven't put that on Justin Reed. And I think now's about the time that we need to. I think, uh, one, as we know, there are two different types of safeties in general. Just how, how they go big about playing. playmaking safety, sure. Tyron Matthew, throughout his career, and, and to start even still a little bit this year with the Saints, I know some Saints fans were frustrated with his performance this year. Set a new career high in tackles. He, he, he did. I saw but, a tweet about it. Yeah, That's the only reason yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, he. I, I just thought he was done with Twitter. I thought he was only on Instagram. Anyway. Um, did he say that? I, I thought that was who knows, man. With the on and off, um, but but basically the point being, he he was more of I think uh, a, a big play type of safety. Justin Reed's become a really good coverage safety. You look at some of the metrics that are out there for like how well he's done in coverage. That's where he's really thrived the last six weeks. He was talking last week, or was that on on Monday? As a matter of yeah, fact, yeah, Monday. I guess. It was Monday. Sorry, he was the defensive leader they put in front of the team. Yeah, it's, on the podium, it was, it was Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Justin Reed. And he was asked even at that podium. What changed? Because we all know the comments, of course, that, that didn't go over well heading into the Cincinnati game. But post-Cincy game, he's played his best football in a Chiefs uniform. I don't know if the, I don't, you know, did it cause him to refocus? I have, I have no idea, right? 
but he has been a much better player post Cincinnati game. And there's a chance he's going to get tested by Cincinnati again, Hayden Hurst and, and all that, if they play each other in an AFC, AFC title game. So I don't know if you're, you know, yes, he needs to step up and be, I think he just needs to be what he's been the last five weeks or so, which has been a much, or, you know, four weeks or so, which has been a much better player. I don't think he's going to ever be the guy we're going to be talking about that had three interceptions during the playoff no, run. I'm talking about but, one yeah. big moment that helps you win a playoff game. We understand that Chris Jones is capable of that and what it looks like. It's a sack. I honestly don't care if it's a huge tackle on third down or fourth down that stops them short of the sticks, an interception, a big pass deflection. It doesn't matter to me in which form Justin Reed does it. As you've pointed out, it will probably look different than the way Tyron Matthew used to do it. But on those Super Bowl runs, it's more than one player that has to have that moment on defense. For the Chiefs in the Super Bowl run, it was a couple of moments by Frank Clark. It was a couple of moments by Tyron Matthew. It was a couple of moments by Dan Sorensen. They had their key drives, their key positionings in different games in which allowed that to occur. Justin Reed is the second most player I think deserves that pressure to make that play. It is Chris Jones first because he doesn't have a playoff sack and he needs to start getting them. But it is Justin Reed, in my opinion, second, partially because of what the Chiefs have continued to say about him. Like, this this goes back to we were having that conversation about the all-pro voting when it comes to the NFLPA. Like, we can say whoever we think the leaders of the defense should be like, oh, you know, I think it's I think it's, I think think it's it's Chris Jones, or I, I think it's Nick Bolton, or I think it's Jerry Sneed. Well, the team's telling who they think it is. The entire Chiefs organization, both in their off-season comments, in-season comments, and now what they do with Justin Reed are telling you it's him. He's the one, right? And so, like, he deserves the pressure in a postseason to say, all right, have your moment. Chiefs are going to win a Super Bowl. We're going to get to celebrate another parade. You and I, the three of us, maybe go to Arizona. Like if we have that opportunity, we're going to need Justin Reed to have his moment. No, he's going to be a big fat. I, I just think play the way you had the last four or five weeks, man. I think that's that's a big reason among others, along with George Karloftis and Chris Jones, why this defense in the last four weeks or so has played to a level uh, that you're starting to feel at least a little bit that they're trending in the right direction. I think Chris Jones used the word that, you know, they're trying to peak at the right time. We always hear that, that he, he's a, he's a part of that equation. You know, Carl Loftus, I really think is a huge part of it because you can actually see the stats, right? You can see the sack numbers, but if you dive deeper, I know we make fun of PFF and all that stuff, but coverage. Only, we just don't trust him with quarterbacks. We trust him in other positions. Like, I really do trust him on D linemen and offensive linemen because it is harder for just to watch a game and judge. You, sometimes you might think a certain offensive lineman isn't playing well. Then you look up and actually Orlando Brown Jr. was the fourth highest pro yeah. football focused graded player in the Chiefs game on Sunday. You know, stuff like or Saturday. Stuff like I that happens. He played really well in that game. Yeah, so. so stuff like that happens. Um, but I'm with you. Yeah, Justin Reed, I think, is going to be a big part uh, along with, with others on that on defense, obviously. The one thing that I, I think is hopefully get a change in the NFL uh, based on what we saw this past weekend in week 18. If we're going to have 17 games and we all agree at some point, the next CBA Cody, we're probably going to end up with 18 games and they'll just keep working their way up. They'll take one more preseason game away, but they'll add another regular season game. So many teams were out of the mix as fun as week 18 was with playoffs. And there's so many teams were out of the mix and look at all the different quarterbacks that because of that, we're starting. I mean, guys like Sam Howell, for example, right? You know, Brock Purdy's on a playoff team and the number two seed, but Sam Howe, you take a look at multiple teams that were kind of throwing in the towel. And I wonder if you created a draft lottery type of system, if this would alleviate with that ad, it was actually an idea for Michael Smith that was thrown out there that I think is kind of interesting because are we good with week 18, just having a bunch of backup quarterbacks play? Cause that's kind of what was going on this past weekend. 
I think we're going to have to take a step aside. I know. As I was getting into it, Carrington walked in. So we'll have to continue that conversation as much as I'm interested in talking uh, NFL draft lottery when every other major sport has decided that that's the methodology. But Carrington Harrison is here, everyone. Good morning, man. How are you? Rock and shock. Quite the win for the Jayhawks. Have you told people what happened? I have. Yeah. And it's not good for you. Can Can you chime in what happened in this situation? So this is what happened. Yeah, You explain it the way you saw it, and I'll I'll tell you what I believe happened. All of us are in the group chat talking. It's not like Alex wasn't talking in the group chat. He was talking in the group chat. So he was actively engaging in it. I'm watching the game. I pick up the FanDuel app. I see it's at plus 265. Hey, Alex, I know you live in Kansas. I know you gamble on things. Hey, can you place a wager for me? I'm ready to send you the money. I I, I don't have the ability to. I can't live bet in Missouri. Correct. Doesn't reply. And I'm not asking him to. In the group chat. I'm not asking him to instantly reply. It then gets to plus 700. Alex, please respond. I'm ready to lay a wager. Can you please help me? I get nothing. Get crickets. When the buzzer sounds, oh, hey, it's not like he responded in the morning. I could have lived with it if he didn't reply until today. You would have rather me have waited till the morning? He replied. In a weird way, it would seem like you weren't re- in the chat that He way. replied. I mean, literally, they show the final on the screen. He hasn't replied in the chat in 40 minutes. Now he's got all the things in the world to say. All the Here's th- what happened. I, I have perfect. I explained it to you last night. You were that locked into the regular season Kansas I, basketball I game that you didn't put you on the phone. I explained what happened. I'll explain it again. My phone, and you can check in the settings. I have do not disturb on weeknights. It, it, there's, it is scheduled. You know how you can schedule it. They automatically goes to do not disturb at a certain time. KU with five minutes or so to go. I'm watching the game. Phone sit next to me. Doesn't vibrate, thank goodness, because you guys sent a million texts anyway. I wouldn't have chat. sent a million texts. We and, sent a million texts about Carrington, you not replying. A million, a million, Carrington, when you send a million to, texts it was about plus everything. He can't, Carrington can't hear you. I would have thought. I have so much to say to him. I want to hear everybody. I have so much to say to him. Well, we'll get to the group chat issue, but also real quick. So he's right. Do not disturb is on. I didn't check my phone. When the game's over, just because do not disturb is on doesn't mean that I'm not ever checking my phone again. I just don't want to be bothered. So I'm watching the game. I'm locked in. I'm upset. K's down by 10. They're not playing well at all. Can't make a damn layup. It was awful. Defense was terrible Why for a while. Why are you upset? You know they're going to win. And so I'm not paying attention. Then I'm happy. Obviously, KU wins. Yeah, now, I, now you I, instantly go to the group chat. I go to my phone. I've got... 25 texts from you. My brother-in-law sent me three because he sent me a similar text. But guess what? He lives in the great state of Kansas. And oh, he actually made the bet. That's his fault. No, Seriously. he made the bet because he can. Am I the only person in Kansas, by the way, you know, CDOT? In the group chat, there, there's not a, the only, the two people I know in the in state of Kansas that gamble only text like in the group chat? are you and Ben Heisler. Rob? Nobody, I, Rob, Rob is at the game. Your, I text Rob. Your producer. I can show you. I text Rob and said, he C-dot. said, I don't think it'll go through. I can show C-dot. you the text. I hate to break to you. We can break in Rob. I don't want to, I don't want to speak for the man, but that sounds like he might've been actually pulling one over on you because he texted you back. That means he has cell signal. Yeah, but you know how. Just because you can send one text, you you and I both tried to place a live wager. There's like seven things that have to happen. The internet's got to be humming all at yeah. one time in order for you to get the live hey, bet. Hey, Carrington, you know who you know who made a live bet last night? You probably did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everybody did. Since when was I on call for you though? You're like it's my fault that I didn't answer your okay. text. Okay, you know what? I would. You know what? I'll just remember this. All and, right, and Carrington. And this is this I, is this is a part of a bigger issue here. And the reason <laughs> I would imagine why Gold had that text. 
on on uh, alert silenced is because we've talked about this on this very show. The volume of text messages sent in that group chat, which is why myself and Steven Spector made the wise decision to be removed from that chat. If the volume of texts, and I want to say you are probably chief amongst the offenders in this wow. regard. I'm a chief offender. <laughs> yeah, is that if Crazy. you simply sent less messages, guys wouldn't put that chat on do not disturb or, or alert silenced, and then gold would have gotten your message and you it's would have gotten. It's my fault. Yes. You're blaming abs- the victim here. I, I like you, Carrington. I like you. I like interacting <laughs> with you in between our shows. <laughs> but you are flagrant with the volume of texts that you send in that chat group. See, you know, you could have also sent me. Why, why didn't you just send me a text directly or I only call d- me if it was only, that desperate? The only reason I didn't do it is because, Cody, you were there. He was commenting. It, it's not like. He was not. Cody was not there. <laughs> Cody oh, has yeah. that thing silenced, too. <laughs> he, was out of, he was out of there as well. And I, I had my, to catch back I, up this morning. I don't mean. My last text Based to on you, my research, it appeared Gold was in the group chat, yeah. and then he wasn't in the group so chat. So at, yes. nine, at 9, I looked, I just looked, at 9.29 was the last time I responded to a message. Yeah, and I on sent you one like 9.37. Hey, can you help? No, it's it was not, not like you 9.37. Gotta be, I'm not asking you, you to know, be on call it, for me. It wasn't hey, 9.37. Hey, big dog, we're on the same team here. You guys are mad at me for trying to help build station camaraderie. That's not what it is. You too say? many texts on my phone. All the stuff you got, you guys are doing toy drives and thrift. <laughs> you guys want our help then, but now in the group chat, there's I mean, no help. That is, wanna... this is not about camaraderie. Do not also, even say that this is about you camaraderie. You said it after that time. That is where my phone automatically on weeknights, what does it say? Monday Monday through Thursday, oh, yeah. 9 45 p.m. Do yeah. not disturb. That's a real thing that happens it, it on my it phone. It only upset me because, Cody. Right when the game went final, yes. like literally, <laughs> yes. right when the game went I don't final, deny that. he then now replies. Like, hold it, where were you at for the last? I just told thirty you. minutes. I needed your help. My phone was right next to me. You Game's cost me over. hundreds of I dollars. Does, I cannot hundreds. be. I cannot be. Well, we'll get to that because that's a lie too. When we, when how you, is it a wow. lie? It was plus seven hundred. Hold, hold on. So real quick. Also, I cannot be the only person that when their team is playing in that moment, if they do have their phone on, do not disturb. It's a whatever. Early when the game's January, over, regular it's not season if, basketball game. You guys are that locked in. I okay. March Madness. I would get it. Uh, Big Twelve. Do not. You're dis- telling me your. It doesn't. Can you third out of what eighteen? You act like games. he's an ER nurse. He's just gonna be on call for you at every hour of the day. <laughs> it's not like. Like people that have do not disturb don't ever check their phone. No, but you were describing it like you were like on the edge of your seat, like yeah, hot, like you hot over this KU Oklahoma yeah, regular season game. On? That seemed a bit. That feels like a maybe you were. I don't know. I'm just saying like that seems kind of intense for. I'm upset. I'm angry. Yeah, can't. You know so what? Would you rather you know, me lied to you and saw the text after the game? And I don't then know if not respond. I don't know if you're telling the truth or not. No one, no one knows but you. You're the <laughs> only one that knows. It just seems real suspicious of when you, you started replying. You saying you lost out I, on $500 I, is not truthful because you and I both know how live betting works. That even if I would have been there and responded by a time, and I don't because I don't want to, I don't use FanDuel. I'll just be honest. I don't. I don't. That's not the app that I have money in. And so I don't have money in a FanDuel account. That's an advertiser of this station. (laughs) I use BetMGM, but it's fine. Carrington gets paid by them. I don't. I don't get paid by anybody, so I don't have to give anybody any love. But so basically, when you you look at that. Now we're starting to see. You see how we're starting to peel back the layers here why this bet didn't get made. So my money's not. You would have to Venmo me. By the time all this would have happened, that would not have been seven to one. Like, you, know, you couldn't just put the fifty dollars up and then I just give you the You're, fifty dollars. Seven like, to one. I talked. The seven to one was on the board for sixty seconds, Carrington. Like that. 
but 60 seconds. Okay, so, so, so then, it been, then, it been, been, then it might have been plus 550. How much money were you trying to put on it? I was going to put $50 on it. Mm. I mean, we'll I, never know now. I actually feel special. I'm the only person you know in the great state of Kansas <laughs> that can make bets for you. Yeah, you are Heist. I would only two Kansas, or man. Rob. Rob's at I the game. Like, I would have made a bet for you. Heiss has Heiss has seven kids. I actually have a FanDuel account. Unlike Gold, I could have got that bet in for you. Why didn't she text Nick? Yeah, you could have. I thought, I thought Nick you was guys in, were close I, too. I thought Nick was in our group. I don't know at this point. I don't know who. Everybody, Speck everybody other than this show. Everybody other than this show actively participates oh. in the group chat. Dude, you know what it is. Gold it participates. Is like, it is just like, here's what the group chat is. It's the equivalent of whenever we have a station meeting, when it's just like everybody, well, like everybody acts like you want to get in and out of there as quickly as possible. And then it's everyone just getting jokes off for 30 minutes. That's what the group chat is. It's like, that's not get, how the station meeting went. I'm all about efficiency here. Oh. Let's get things done efficiently. When we have in-person meetings, it is it is the Carrington Harrison stand-up special. <laughs> it's open mic. Let me get some jokes off here. No, that's okay. That might be second. The first, the, the, fir- the first is normally Bob making fun of Binkley for just existing. Binkley will just be sitting there, yes. and Fesco will just start making also fun of him. Also accurate. Yeah. Okay. So then, yes. No- normally, I will definitely get a couple Odyssey jokes off over the course of it. I'm not. <laughs> Deny that. I will definitely make fun. Right now, I bet you check the Odyssey app. It's probably broken right now. People listening have not heard the segment. Hey, we love, we on this show, we support and we love think it's the, the Odyssey. Be- we think it's the best app on the App Store. I don't know why you bring that up. See, you've told about seven lies in this entire conversation. I haven't lied to you once. You've told me seven lies. This is the best is, it, is it in our contract? What's what's the what's the what's the what's the state on the uh, the Odyssey app? Am I allowed to tell the truth, or do I have to just like play company man? I mean, at this point, I'm not really that worried about getting fired, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell the Here's truth the about the Odyssey is, app. If it's the bosses terrible. are trying to listen in, that it's terrible. They wouldn't hear it. It's terrible. They have to listen on the app. <laughs> the Odyssey app is terrible. <laughs> I know the Odyssey app is terrible. You guys know the Odyssey we app are, is terrible. We are all they getting pulled into the boss's office. What are we arguing about? If you want to listen to the show, listen to it on. Live on the radio. <laughs> That's your best chance to get this guy on the podcast page. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that works. Goodness. That works. The podcast page works. Podcast works okay. Oh, I use I go on Apple to get the podcast for yeah, the station. Yeah. The Apple the, the the podcast link on there's never failed me <laughs> on on Apple's <laughs> Odyssey's completely different story. I think this was a productive Text line is correct. Text line's right. They're right. They think that I'm getting back at you for the rib stuff. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Again, if, the if, last if time you, you were in here and we had an argument about financial related, it was you taking extra money off the lunch that was offered. If you had replied the next day and been like, oh, man, I just now. It was just this so. This is good to know. It I, was I just so convenient of when you replied. <laughs> it was like <laughs> literally Fran Frischilla is reading the score of the game. And I was like, oh, hey, just saw. I've been asking uh, you to help me is, for the last no, nine is, minutes. Why I, didn't you sidebar this, text him? Why didn't you just text him individually? You, you did not do that. I that was an option. Now, now I know. I have to. I mean, I have called you before, so it's not like it'd be yeah. unusual. Okay, you. If you, know you would have called me, hey, Gold, real quick, can you make a bet? I 100% would have done it. I would have said, hey, you got to Venmo me or I got to move some money around. Yeah. yeah. You, you just know place what? it on the app you like using. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you, like the odds are going to be drastically too. different. That yeah. as well. Yeah. All right. You know what? I messed up, man. You I should made just move to Kansas, man. This would just you rectify all these issues. You live four minutes from the state line. You live four minutes. All the time don't you spent, all the time don't, you don't spent texting you me, you could have hopped in your car and gone right across the border. That's not how live betting works. Live, live betting, betting doesn't work where you text someone in another state. 
<laughs> and they call and make a bet. That's illegal, Carrington. That's actually illegal. Oh, wow. You're trying to have me break the wow. law. That's making illegal? a bet on behalf of somebody else. I didn't know that was illegal. Technically, illegal? yes. Obviously, people do it, but yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Wow. That's the kind of law they're not worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Who's who's going to arrest me for that? We think the KCPD's showing up? Like, <laughs> I don't hey, know, man. I hope they got better things to do. <laughs> hey, the boys in blue love Cody and Gold. Actually, not Nick. He tried to kill a cop. Well, whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's whoa. not completely accurate. The way you don't phrase it like that. Yeah. Do not, do not I, phrase I, I, it. I had no clue you guys had iced tea as the board up from Joe. I did not know. Oh I don't want anything oh to do with this. Oh, my goodness. I don't want anything Nick to threw do with this. Uh, a police officer came to give us a radar gun to see how hard we could throw. Nick threw it at his head. Nick threw a baseball almost hit the officer in the head. Well, he's and crowding the play. Cody phrasing it like that. crowding the play. <laughs> wow. He doesn't sound apologetic, does he? Yo. Woo. You guys are worried about the Odyssey app comment. <laughs> that, that's the one that gets the show canceled. It, I don't know. We had a, we had a very long conversation about Forrest Gump that got out of control. We talked about so. Forrest Gump. Are you a fan of Forrest Gump? Of, who doesn't love the movie Forrest yeah, Gump? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We did, There's somebody yeah. that doesn't like Forrest Gump as a movie? No. Well, no it was it's about, about the Jenny. Jenny's a Jenny's a villain, and she had AIDS, and she knew it when she had sex with Forrest Gump, and then... Oh, I 100% believe that. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe everything he is saying about Jenny. I, I think... told me I had AIDS. <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. This is we have gotten AIDS time. jokes and cop-killing references. I want nothing to do with this. Hey, you <laughs> came in here. The, you walked the, in the, here. The opinions expressed on this show reflect only Cody and Gold. Do not reflect Karen Harrison, Rob Britton, or The Drive. I am happy from two to six. I'm not bothering anybody. I'm minding my own business. Just I want to keep just... it that way. Rock, chalk, Ema, Tiger. I, I, I'm here for everybody. We, we are the show of inclusion from hmm. two to six. I don't know what's going on on this show. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm signing off. This might be my last appearance ever on this show. Really? Last one. I can't do this it. This is it, huh? This show is toxic is what it is. We did pretty good. We made it like 16 minutes before it got out of control. Absolutely toxic wow. programming on this show that I want nothing to do with. Don't podcast this. <laughs> there you go. I see you guys. That's Carrington. I told you when we talked about it around 1020, I told you. He's going to come in the studio. He's going to be upset with me. I see things I owe him 500 bucks. By the way, people have brought up a lot of people are saying this on the text line. I don't know if you guys have caught this the last uh, couple months or so. A lot of people are saying you can listen live on the Apple Music app. I'm not condoning that. I'm saying you should listen on the Odyssey (laughs) app. But for whatever reason, if that's not working for you, I guess if you have Apple Music, you can listen live on there. Again, don't do that. Do oh. not listen live on the Apple Use Music the app. Use the Odyssey app. Use the Odyssey app. The Apple Music app works perfectly, but I mean, Use the Odyssey by app. no means should you try using that instead. Do not do it. If you do it and I find out about it, we're banning you from listening. You heard him. Yeah. Under what? Under Just how? don't do it. Okay. Don't test me. Don't find out if the Apple Music live listen feature. Don't even go and try it right now to see if it works better. Don't. Wise words from mm-hmm. Nick Schwartz. Coming up next. We will get I guess we'll have that quarterback conversation. Yeah, we'll later. do that another time. I, I, I'm glad we got that addressed. Clearly, Carrington was frustrated, and I think it's all, I think it's settled now. I think we, we've moved And then he found what it's like I to really, be on this show if you're here really, too long. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't feel like we accomplished much during that conversation. <laughs> well, we got his frustration was out there. Most people actually understand, I think, why I didn't make the bet for him. I agree. I, I think it's impossible to ask someone to live bet for you in person unless you are already talking and to that person. And don't do it in a group chat because even if you don't have the group chat muted, we've all been in those chats where it's like a, 
a flood of messages, you just kind of tune out after a while. All right, coming up next, we'll get to the Chiefs' red half hour. There's a stat about the Chiefs and how they fare in the playoffs. I don't think it matters as much as the past. I'll tell you why next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gann Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gann Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs Red Half Hour here on Cody and Gold. It is presented by Greenway Ford. A new day. It's a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Reminder, one hour from now, Josh Klingler going to join us, our Chiefs side and reporter, of course, host of Fesco in the morning. I think typically if you look at NFL teams and you're entering the postseason, you're trying to figure out like, why is one team other than just the obvious of how they're playing a potential good bet, right? For the playoffs. And you look, all right, well, how do they fare against everybody? The chiefs are six and two against playoff teams. Doesn't get any better than that. Six and two against playoff it's the best teams. Win percentage out of yeah. any of the teams remaining in the playoffs. Yeah. It does not get any better than that. And I think a lot of times you would tout that. And maybe you think you still should. I, I personally look at it a little bit differently this go around because we know one, two because of those, it's... two of the losses. Yeah, I mean it's Buffalo and Cincinnati, and because one of them is Cincinnati, and we know they're three and zero in the last calendar year, and one of those was in the title game in the playoffs at Arrowhead. It doesn't feel as like normally I'd be like, oh man, six and two, <laughs> six and two. They're the best team in the AFC. Like I'm still not convinced they're the best team in the AFC. Doesn't mean you can't get to a Super Bowl. We know like last year we didn't think. Cincinnati, Cody, was the best team in the AFC, but they represented the AFC. Over the last three regular seasons, the Chiefs are 30 and 10. I mean, they're they're yeah. phenomenal, right? Of those 10 losses, four have come against Buffalo and Cincinnati. I get it. It, it makes up a massive percentage. But in this particular year, more than even last year, because they had to face both, they don't have to. This record matters because... By any other standard, they're 0-1. And they're 1-0 against anyone else they're likely to face. Or 2-0 against the Chargers. They've beaten everybody in every matchup. In ev- they're 3-0 in the games in which they played for the most likely matchup they are to see in the second round. And they're clearly better than Miami or Baltimore. By the way, Miami's already ruled out to them. They're going to start, start Skylar Thompson. So even if they pulled a massive upset, you'd get Skylar Thompson in the second round. And Lamar Jackson now is reportedly gearing towards not playing. In this upcoming game. I'm going to, I'm not going to, this seems like sort of a very huh. misleading statistic. The six and two number. Well, that's kind of what I, it, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Last year we had lot. the same conversation though but about it, why it was bad. Kansas City had a bad record against playoffs. No, teams. no, no, no. It's, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that that six and two number, it's not just the two losses gold. It's also the fact that three of those wins came against NFC teams. A 10-point win against a Buccaneers team, that's not any good. A 14-point win against the Seahawks team, that's not any good. And a 21-point win against the Niners, who we all know has been a completely different team since that game. I guess here's how you figure it out. Honestly, if I told you the Chiefs were 2-6, and but the two wins were Buffalo and Cincinnati, how would you feel? I would feel Worse. better. Nope, I would feel better. See, I don't think the I would. The only f- teams I care about. So I wouldn't. F- so even though I agree that six and two is, you know, 
to what I said, it's Buffalo. I don't think I'd feel great at two and six because you're also you're also that point in time. Just not teams that matter. This is yeah. But if you were two and six, the Chiefs would be a a, a, well, depending on the chart. I mean, they might be a five seed right now in the postseason, playing on the road throughout. But knowing that you your ceiling is good enough to beat the best teams that matter, because if I just took the ceiling was man, they didn't get blown out in those games against Cincinnati. But if I took out the NFC teams and said, okay, you're three and two against AFC playoff teams with a point differential of nine. Okay, do that's you not quite the same picture as six and two with a fifty-four point playoff differential, Fine. which makes it seem like they're a juggernaut. Which in the AFC, they haven't been. Now, yet you don't you don't discredit them for winning two games against the Chargers and beating the Jaguars by ten, but that paints a completely different picture than including those NFC to, games. To be clear, though, Cincinnati and Buffalo are no better than that. I think what this tells me is that the AFC playoffs are a coin flip and the Chiefs have to be in less of them. That's my point. Like that's my being point. in less of them is a huge advantage because. By the way, Cincinnati is 3-1 and one against playoff teams, and they have a plus 13 differential, pretty much a wash, against the AFC teams. I'm specifically talking about the AFC teams. And they either be 4-1 and or 3-2. And, and Buffalo we'll is also 3-1. We'll, ha- we'll never have our answer because that game's not getting made up. Yeah, but, but one of them would have tacked on an extra loss. Doesn't really matter. Cincinnati or Buffalo are both 3-1. and one. one of them yeah. would have been 3-2, and two, the but same as Kansas City against AFC playoff teams with a point differential very similar to that of Kansas City. That's kind of my point. It's not that the Chiefs are no good. It's that... Using that six and two number, the fifty that it's misleading. It almost makes it seem like, wow, this team's a juggernaut. They're so much more battle tested than everybody. When I don't think it's really the case. I think they are just the same as all of those other teams in the AFC that we're taking seriously. I think that they well, I think they're a, a hair better, and I don't know that this statistic does it. I think that they're a hair better than some of the other teams, but there is a massive advantage in. I think once we get to the divisional round. Every single game. I'm not talking about Vegas odds or any of this. Every single game will be either team can win this. This is a 50-50 shot. Good luck. Because most likely it's going to be the Chargers in Jacksonville versus the Chiefs. And it's going to be Cincinnati and Buffalo. Especially because Baltimore is not likely to have Lamar Jackson. And Miami doesn't have Tua. It's going to be Skyler and Tyler Huntley versus two of the best teams in the AFC. So the Bills... Bengals feels like a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. against two teams who are going to play each other for a coin flip game. And the chiefs are also probably going to end up in a coin flip game. Just based on how those chargers games went this year, I'd feel slightly better against Jacksonville than I would against the chargers, but it feels like a game you can lose based on the way the AFC strikes out. The best news for you ever is that you only have to really do it once that bad. Well, yeah, you're not going to play Buffalo and Cincinnati. It's, you're playing only one of the two, but that's, I think that's that there's exactly something right. to having an ability to regularly beat playoff teams. I you're, I understand you're saying, you know, four, 49ers are a completely different team by then. They were playing okay football at that moment. Then they got their ass kicked by the Chiefs, and then they played their best football probably right after that. But that's too. In, that's just like what? What the? They just got better in five days. No, they were a really good team. The day they played Kansas City, they just got beat. I think they had a couple. I, I'm with you. They this had also a speaks. Guys the hurt. AFC is way yeah. better than the NFC. Let's just be clear on that. That that's obvious. When we all know that. I feel like no matter who wins the Super Bowl, I'm choosing the AFC team. I don't care which one gets there. Yeah, I mean that's what I. Miami versus San Francisco. Miami. Miami gets there with Skylar Thompson, then I'm just going to pick them. Miami versus Philadelphia. Miami would have gone through Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati to get through the Super Bowl. I'll give them all the credit. Or, well, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Miami, they would have gone through Buffalo, Kansas City, then, yeah, most likely Cincinnati. I'm with you. I mean, yesterday I said the same thing. Right now, you can bet on the AFC versus NFC already. AFC is like minus one and a half against the NFC. I would take AFC minus one and a half in the Super Bowl. Right Without now. even knowing the matchup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not going to be Miami, so it's kind of a fruit fruitless conversation, but 
I'm, I'm pretty sure that if Miami got through the Chiefs, the Bills, <laughs> Chiefs, and Bengals, we would probably be taking them very seriously. Be like, well, I guess Skylar Thompson's the Dolphins starter next year because. And by the way, it's funny that we would not take them seriously going to the Super Bowl, even though the San Francisco 49ers, in your hypothetical, would have gotten there with Brock Purdy. I know we've seen more yeah, games than him. Best defense in football, but I, yeah, I, I, I get, like you said, this whole thing is not going to happen. So, yeah, that would be a wild. Skylar Thompson, Brock Purdy, Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah, you. Let's yeah, just let's just start. Yeah, now. you would. I'm not watching Skylar yeah, Thompson versus would. Brock Purdy. I'm it's out. The Super Bowl. <laughs> Normally, I'm with stop. you, Cody. I'm out. Stop, stop, stop. I'm not watching that. Normally, game. I'm with you, but come on, it's the Super Bowl. You'll be watching. <laughs> yeah, we had Nate Taylor in studio with us uh, yesterday, or on the show yesterday, I should say, and he was talking about the the neutral site dilemma that the NFL has. We know that if it's Chiefs and Bills, it's going to be a a neutral site. He said that he thinks the league could wait until after the divisional round, which means you're only getting five, six days heads up. I think that's, I don't just now I, Mike Florio saying that it might be earlier. Mike this Florio week. last night was reporting that he thinks it'll happen this week, this morning, uh, Bob Fesco on Fesco in the morning had said he's being told from league sources that it's leaning towards Atlanta being that actual neutral site. And if you start eliminating, you start going around. We know Indy already said, no, we know that there's multiple teams that are already in the playoffs, so you can't play there. Uh, last night in that group chat, we were discussing, actually, when I was responding at the time in the group chat, uh, that I looked it up. <laughs> Houston does have a Monster Jam event that Saturday and Sunday, so NRG Stadium's unavailable. So Atlanta does make sense. So, I mean, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. What was really interesting, though, Bob had mentioned this morning, though, he was hearing that the Bills want Pittsburgh or wanted Pittsburgh in Cleveland. Those are three-hour drives from Buffalo. Three-hour drives. The Chiefs really won Vegas. Which is not a not drive, drive to either. For anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, Atlanta, out of the scenarios, does seem to be the fairest, if that's what happens. I'm sorry, Buffalo. I'm sure you do want to go to Pittsburgh and Cleveland. You can't blame for trying, out. can you? Sure, I guess. You know what? Let's go play this game in Lincoln, Nebraska, Memorial Stadium while Met we're life. at it. Yeah. No. That was too obvious. See, they couldn't choose MetLife. Too yeah. obvious. They, they had to go slightly further away, so it didn't seem so painfully so, obvious. I, look, Atlanta makes a ton of sense. If that's where it ends up, so be it. Uh, whatever. It I sucks, don't think but... Vegas is unfair. I want to be very clear yeah. on that. Yeah. I don't think that that's a ridiculous request. Nobody from Kansas City. Not nobody, but that's not a drivable distance for most people. Most people are going to fly to Vegas. There's just as many flights to Vegas from Kansas City as there is from Buffalo to Vegas. Sure. Like, you can all get there. They have a gajillion hotels. The only argument you would make is they're more comfortable in that stadium, which I don't think really matters that much. Yeah, I, I don't know. Chiefs play there t- once Dude, a year. from yeah. an even Vegas betting standpoint, like you were worried about Detroit. What would that be worth? A quarter of a point? No, I think with Detroit, like, it, I, by I don't way, know. Can't, it, luckily it's not going to be Detroit because they have some other th- turf stuff going on. But Detroit... Buffalo played there twice. So it would be a third time. That's what I know, but mean. Kansas City's played in Vegas 40 times. And it's not that many, but whatever long yeah, they've been in one, Vegas. But not even twice in one season. No, but they've played there a lot. Sure. I don't know. Well, this that- is probably why also Buffalo isn't wanting that destination, which is why the NFL, were, if based on what Bob was hearing this morning, Atlanta seems to be the favorite site now if we actually get the neutral site game, which is a big if. Both teams have to win multiple. Well, Buffalo has to win multiple games. The Chiefs have to win one. It doesn't seem unf- like to me, this always made sense. Like when we started throwing out cities, we threw out the first few that made sense. And Atlanta was immediately yeah. on the list. India, Atlanta, Atlanta New Orleans, Dallas. And it's like, you can't choose a, you can't choose an AFC team. So you can eliminate any AFC team in the playoffs. You can't choose it. Just in the off chance, Skylar Thompson goes on a run. You can't choose Miami. Also, and then all of a sudden you're in an AFC title. Well, but, but Way you're also too expensive a city to make fans go to. I think personally, but. it doesn't matter, but you're in an AFC title game. And then all of a sudden you happen to be playing a road game. You can't do it. Right. 
So you can't choose anyone in the AFC title game, and you can't choose the stadiums that already have scheduled events. Indy's got a volleyball tournament, Monster Jam going to NRG. So by the time you narrow it down, the only cities remaining that make sense are New Orleans, Atlanta, or Nashville. If you're not going to give Kansas City its preferred destination of Las Vegas. Now, here, this is the one argument for all the stuff we've talked about. Does Kansas City, the team that is technically the one seed, mm-hmm. deserve their preferred choice if it is neutral? And my thought is, no, you should. If it's neutral, make it neutral. That's also why you can't listen to Buffalo. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, you can't. I don't you can't that. put it in Pittsburgh or Cleveland. You have to figure out what. And you have to figure out honestly if if that's really what happened. If Kansas City's like, we want Vegas. You want to give us a job choice? We want Vegas. And they gave those two cities. Then choose none of those cities and just go to Atlanta. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't think that the Chiefs shouldn't have their choice of neutral site. Even though you know I disagree with the whole format. I, I don't think the Chiefs should get to pick the neutral now site. Now that it's there. Yeah. Um, but with that said, you can't call, just you like can't call it a neutral site and play it in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just insane. Three-hour drive. That's just not neutral. I, that, that's crazy. It's like me. 12 for Kansas City. Yeah. So, look, hopefully Buffalo just loses uh, prior to then, and the Chiefs get a host it anyway. Uh, and that's the case. We all know the only scenario the Chiefs would have to worry about the neutral side is if they were going up against Buffalo. Kansas City's going to have to win a divisional round game. Buffalo's going to have to win a wild card and divisional round game in order for this to become reality. But I hope Mike Florio's reporting is correct in which we'll find out this week. I think it's nuts that you might have to wait until another week and a half or two weeks almost well, to find out where it's going to be, which is nuts. The Nate's really locked in the league. The way Nate was describing yeah. it, it was almost like the league was going to be embarrassed to announce it because like, well, I mean, then people will be thinking about that neutral side game. I'm like, you don't have to be embarrassed by this. That's the part I didn't understand. They're, this is not an embarrassing situation. If the league is worried about bringing this up because then it's going to bring back up the possibility of a neutral site AFC championship game, which they know certain people are against. It's not, you don't have to treat it that way. If you're the NFL, you should be treating it like we did a fair thing. We're treating the teams fairly and this is how we're acting. That's how they should act in this scenario. Whether people like, whether you agree or others disagree or don't you, that's how the NFL should pitch this. Hey, if it's a neutral site, This is where we're going because you really should. That's the one thing the NFL is actually really good at. I'll give them credit. They are very good at catering to fans. It is a fan, but their fans love their sport. Give them a chance to get there. Would the, the destination that I saw Mike Florio throw, he was just given his personal preference. He was throwing out like Chicago and Lambeau. I still don't have a problem with Uh, Chicago. Chicago's so people even that, that mentioned Nashville, Chicago, great city. Seriously, Nashville, great city. Chicago, one of my favorite cities. Nashville, also a top five city for me. Like Chicago, Nashville, and and Vegas, top five cities for me, just in terms of great cities. What are your top five? uh, He already listed three, so he only needs two more. Yeah, yeah. So for me, give you eight uh, seconds. Name your top eight, top eight cities. Top eight? I don't know if I can do that. Uh, Vegas, Chicago, Nashville. I don't have I don't have eighth actually. Didn't even cities. list Kansas City. Embarrassing. I was going to get that. Cheddar, mozzarella, Havarti. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have eight cheese. favorite cities. Okay, those aren't. Colby I haven't even been to. Did I say Gruyere. <laughs> I haven't even Blue. been. To- Cody, Swiss. those are cheeses. Sorry, I don't think I've been to eight. Like honestly, like, I don't know if I've been to eight truly different cities, big cities, eight big. Uh, New York City wasn't a huge fan of New York City. Houston, you live there. I did. Yeah. Boise. That's not a mate. I don't care. Never Who cares? That can be your favorite city. Your favorite city doesn't be big. I've never yeah. heard anybody talk about Houston like you got to go. Exactly. No, you're right. Great, uh, great, yep, rest- great restaurants. For being as big of a city as it is, I'm yeah. surprised that more people aren't like, man, we're yeah. going to take a little it's, weekend trip down to Houston. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um, anyway, I bring it up because Chicago, as much as it's a great city, 
they have major field problems. Let's not like the one, their stadium, they're trying to get a new one. The stadium's not great, but also the field sucks. You're not scheduling an AFC title game in a place where the field's terrible. In fairness, the Raiders stadium last week wasn't great either. Here's the thing about the field stuff. Cause this is, there's a, there's an article up at the athletic right now. If you guys happen to be members or whatever, just, or sign up for a free trial to read it if you want. It's actually, it's relatively, well, our guy Nate Taylor works there. They do good work usually. So the way, (laughs) usually, (laughs) wow, Wow. nice little caveat, a few pieces that you hate, you know, but for the most part, big fan of when they do the cranky retrospectives, Uh whatever the, they did a huge article today. They got released between a couple of writers talking about the current field issues in Kansas City. And it was staggering to the point of like, you know what? I do like dunking on some of these teams who are constantly hurt, but it is a stark reminder that there might be a very today we big reason. I, gave, I mean, my <laughs> really goodness. threw me I up. jumped. If you watch the video stream, you hope you enjoyed that. My goodness, I wasn't expecting that. No, I was not either. But they, they, <laughs> where was I? The Chiefs. There was a tab open on a screen from a prior show that okay, I, didn't I know had about. no idea. What Apparently that was. fired up, but yeah. they. They, they were looking at the studies that the NFL has done and then the studies that other people look at that are related to this. There might be a reason why the Chiefs are just healthier. The difference between playing on a grass turf and a, you know, playing on grass and playing on turf shows an yourself. And then a particular type of turf that exists only for a few teams is even worse. So it's like for all these times, and by the way, you might be surprised to find out SoFi is one of those that is capable of having one of the worst lead injury problems. It's I guess I didn't realize this was going to become an NFL storyline this year. The Chiefs are probably healthier because they simply can take care of their field. Why are there so many bad fields? And then part of this honestly comes back to the conversation we just had about the site. Monster truck rally right after. It's the amount of stuff. Like the Royals, they want a new downtown stadium. They want to put a bunch of events there. The Arrowhead, they're going to want a new stadium. They're going to put this stuff there. The more stuff you put into your stadium, the more events you have there constantly, and this is what's happening. These big, super mega stadiums being built are having a hard time keeping their fields looking consistently nice. Yeah, and it's it's causing injury issues. Yeah, these owners, you know, it's the bot. You know, they're trying to get money first and foremost. That's their. That's a lot of their owners' top priority. And so, by having more events at these stadiums, that's how they do it. I think, you know, if you're looking at uh, potential repercussions we've seen the nflpa come out this year oh they've been noisy and and more players than ever are saying they want everybody to go back to grass fields natural grass fields it's kind of funny how we've we've gone back to that because for a while i was like oh wow this new you know this you know this artificial turf but it's so much better than the old surface and it's great and it looks great and all that but now players are starting to see some of the heck even atlanta atlanta's not grass where the we're talking about neutral site it's not grass no. it's some of the turf that people have been complaining about as well in fairness, it's not the worst offender according right. to this report in the statistical study that's the giants jets lions vikings saints just, and colts you know like the, the bangles the, the Cardinals week one game the chiefs played out there and that's one of those where i think they wheel in the turf right they have it on yeah. the, they, they they roll it in the Super Bowl, thank goodness, every Super Bowl, they bring in brand new turf. Like, so whether it was like that is a brand new, if it's a grass surface, they redo this. So that hopefully won't be a problem. Seeing how it Bowl. was a problem in Arizona to start the season. How like the Raiders, is it just if to me, the you mentioned the events, the events shouldn't be problematic. If you're one of these new stadiums, though, Cody, where you roll the turf in, if you're if you're a Legion Stadium and you're in the entertainment capital of the world and you have concerts there, you roll the field out. It should not matter I think- if the Shakira is having a concert the night before. It's obviously there. It's probably that's what happened in Mexico City. She, yeah. she ruined the field. Look, everyone probably or, or hell, the Royals had a 
a concert a couple mm-hmm. months ago, and mm-hmm. it just looks worse. It didn't yeah. play worse. It just looks a little bad, right? Some dead grass spots. Maybe we're just lucky. Maybe we play in a city in which both stadiums always look immaculate. Because yeah, for whatever does reason, a great job with and look, Arrowhead was not always that no. way. And we've talked about Carl this. Peterson, the green paint. I think some of it is just the. I think some of it really does come down to the cheapness of it and the NFL's testing policy. The NFL's testing policy for this is just to have one dude go out there who, by the way, is in charge of the field. So imagine his bias in that situation. It's his field he's in charge of, and then he like jumps on it a couple of times, like feels good, no bubbles, problem solved. And you're like, that's it. That's your basis of it. And the players are having an issue finding like those non dead spots. So like in the last game, this happened, like Snead fell down on a play. It's like, what happened to Snead there? I'm like, he stepped into a pocket. Like he stepped on the field where he should have footing and he didn't have footing. Like that's what happened in Vegas. Like it look on the play that he almost got Devonte Adams to moss him. He fell because he stepped on a weird part of the field that just didn't have the footing. It's there. I guess it like, I don't know if this is just like an arrowhead appreciation conversation, because I am very thankful for that. But, like, in, in talking about these sites, I can't believe I'm now factoring that in. Like, it's making me even more happy they're not going yeah. to a place like Indianapolis that reportedly has one of these fields that has been causing these problems. Yeah, and this is, to me, this is why Chicago's out of the picture whatsoever. Besides the NFL. People have been talking about just playing indoor. like a rock on their field. Yeah, and I just think the NFL, to make it easier, wants to play indoors. You, you know, may not think it's as fun, but I think the NFL wants to play this thing indoor. They don't want to have any risk with, tra- you know, it's all of a sudden an AFC title game that is just downpour rain. Just they don't they don't want to move it to a neutral site and then bring these teams to a site that's going to have terrible weather. I understand Buffalo and Kansas City can't have terrible can't, weather in and look, December or sorry January or February. We know a lot has to happen. It's just these are conversations that are, are going on. We know both teams still have to take care of business. Nobody's acting like it's an automatic pass for both teams to get to the title game. But it's it's the scenario that's been been you know been discussed for the last week and a half although at this point i'm 95 percent sure it's going to be cincinnati buffalo and kansas city in the divisional round yeah like I as much as i'm unsure three, about the nfc side i'm yeah. pretty sure all three of those teams will be playing in the divisional round and we'll just be talking w- about whether or not it's the chargers and jacksonville taking on kansas city. i would be awfully surprised if it's if those three teams are not involved uh one of those you know two of those three teams i should say are not involved in the afc title game i would be very very surprised as well it just and the only team on the outside that's, you know, it'd be like a team like the Chargers, which unfortunately would be a team that would play most likely the Chiefs. So that'd be the only other team you would throw into the conversation. I, there's, I don't see a path for Miami. I don't see a path for the Ravens without Lamar. So, And that's it. The, and the Jags, I still don't – you can say, I'm, yeah, I don't respect them enough to think that they can go and rattle off a win against the Chargers and the Chiefs. By no. the way, for any Buffalo Bills fan who in some way felt cheated by what took place or like the way they did the, the win-loss stuff because they didn't play the Cincinnati game one, it's ridiculous to feel that way. But you got to buy, and you don't have to play a road game anyway. So, right? You're playing Skyler Thompson. You lose to that game, you were never winning the Super Bowl anyway. So you got to buy, and you get a home game, and then a neutral side game. And if the Chiefs slip up, Buffalo gets to host the AFC title game. Yeah. I mean, so they're, yeah. And they could have lost that, right, if they had lost to Cincinnati in that Mm -hmm. game. So you're more than protected in this situation. Again, Cincinnati should still be the team who feels the worst about it because they still had the possibility for something different to happen to their team. They still could have ended up the two or in the rare case, the one, although we know that's not the case because the chiefs won. They could have ended up as the two had they won that game, but we'll never, ever, ever get to find out. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending and also something we've always been able to say the last couple of years heading into the postseason about Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think we can this go around. I'll tell you what that is next.